Sayyidi, uh, in my sleep, it was something heavy laying on top of me. I couldn't even talk or move. I recited Kursi, Ayatul Kursi in my mind, but still, could you please help me and guide me? Shalla, <clears throat> you have to have the timeless reality, that's a sign you don't have that book. So that, that question you have to buy two timeless realities <laughs> and give one to someone you love. <laughs> so alhamdulillah that's, that's in the section of the book on sleep paralysis, that's all of this training. As soon as you train with the light and train with these realities or many people have a calling to this training because of these realities of sleep paralysis and, and jinn attacks. And one of the understandings that has to be realized is when faced with a difficulty you didn't ask for madad. And if you think your recitation helps you, well those beings their recitation is more ancient. We said before in, in an event in which to go and, and deal with somebody who was possessed, they started to recite upon this person and the, the, the jinn inside the person was reciting Surat al-Yaseen in a more ancient qiraat. So they weren't impressed by your recitation. So that's one understanding of, of real fighting and real combating. Allah wants you to understand that it's not you. If it had the ability for you then everybody would be like that and nobody would seek guidance. The secret of guidance is to come to the ocean of madad and support, that I'm asking that I'm nothing Ya Rabbi and grant me madad. And Allah have a consciousness and keep the company of sadiqeen, of truthful servants, truthful in their deeds and in their actions. Well Allah doesn't care for the world so it means this is a spiritual command that continuously keep the company of pious people. So when you're training to always be in their company and that always to be in that energy and that light, as soon as they begin to test you then you quickly like a fireman that's been tested, you quickly jump into your madad. As soon as something's happening your natural reflex should have been the madad, that madad, madad and then making the connection so that their energy comes to push something away. With their madad and then you begin to recite then that has immense power and that's for training. Allah wants to see that the servant is training in the appropriate way so that they're asking for support, they're asking to be in the, in the support of the madad because the madad is in the presence of Prophet and that's through the association of awliya. So that whole system is in place for us to connect, to make the connection. And then we begin to have all sorts of different experiences but all of them go back to the madad and making the connection inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Sayyidi, why do we sometimes feel very angry despite being in wudu and reciting Ya Haleem? What to do if we're failing to protect our energy field and unknowingly making holes in it. Yeah, anger can be coming <clears throat> just as a, an attack or from somebody near to you, an energy that they're being dressed with, that you're putting on, 
uh, can be from work, it can any direction. So you have wudu, you, you, you have your taweez, you have your practices and you come across people whom are angry or work or spouse or children from school and these energies sort of come and begin to attack the person. The main thing is how to take that like it's a fire and what are you going to do now with this fire that's come onto you? As soon as you feel the anger you can go to renew the energy, renew the wudu. You can begin to make your salawats and play salawats out loud, make your salawats on your person so that you can pass that energy that's coming and try to make it to be bardan wa salaman, to be cool and peaceful so that you can dissipate that fire across your being and bring it down to be sort of peaceful and calm. And then everyone individually knows that, you know, are they doing something that is allowing something to come through their energy field? Did they eat something that wasn't clean and, and by non-clean people and that you took on the energy of that food and that drink or from that association or from anything. So energy can be coming from anywhere. We said before you order from fast food then you make du'a upon it but still there may be energy and residues and anger and, and depression and all of these meats and foods that carry energy and then they put it into their mouth and they feel the energy in their body of a negative uh, reality and negative force. And again just make your du'a, make your salawats. Before you eat always make Inna Sharaf al-Nabi kiram we have the, the complete du'a on the app. And always make reference to the app for the du'as, for the salawats, for the, the awrads and what to recite on a monthly basis. So alhamdulillah it's an immense resource that most of it is available offline, that you don't need only the internet connection inshaAllah. Walaykum as salaam Sayyidi, I was invited for dinner at some friend's house. While there my taweez became very hot physically, even so that I felt my chest burning. Mm. Yeah, again that's uh, uh, interesting energy so you have to be careful with those types of friends. Maybe they're doing other practices that they're not telling you about and uh, yeah there's like a spiritual battle while the humans are sitting and enjoying dinner there may be a spiritual battle happening in the room because you're coming with an entourage of, of heavenly beings and you may be entering into a place where they're doing satanic or nefarious practices. And now the beings are fighting, so th that becomes a, a difficulty. And just to be more vigilant of where you're going and, and who's inviting you and, and the fact that you felt that at that place maybe you can meet at a different location with that friend and, and try to, to safeguard your, your energy and your protection. But in all it's a good sign that it's working, inshaAllah. As Sayyidi. Sayyidi, how do we maintain positive habits we are building during these blessed Ramadan? Sometimes I can literally hear my evil nafs trying to negotiate with me to revert to haram things when the month is over. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the blessings of this month because the, 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 the fasting is subduing the bad character. And that's why usually when Ramadan ends everybody goes a little bit wild at the end because the nafs is like free from a prison. So just running and uh, going crazy all over the place, the best to try to try to control it and try to 
to subdue the nafs and to try your best to make your salawats and your practices but it may not continue to the extent of how Ramadan was, was going for the person. They may not have the ability to continue that same sort of momentum and to recite Qur'an and to, to meditate it all, all the time and to do all of the tajallis that Allah is allowing because of the, the energy and the rahmah and the blessings of Ramadan. But inshaAllah we try our best and, and keep going and, and watching the association, meditating, practicing, connecting, making salawats inshaAllah and Allah is, is Qafur Raheem. Is merciful inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Sayyidi, what is the relationship between the heart and the soul? The heart and the soul? The house of the soul means the source of power that coming and, and dressing the soul is based on the heart. So the location for the soul is in the heart. Right? So then the energy that you put upon the heart, the practices that you put upon the heart, the focus that we put upon the heart, its power plant is for the soul. So that's where the… like the, the power plant of the soul is based on the heart. And that's why the tariqahs, practices versus other communities or other paths or other understandings is everything's based on the heart, the sacredness of the heart because Allah directed us through holy hadith, I'm not on heaven, I'm not on earth but I'm on the heart of my believer. So they have to bring the kingdom of Allah from the heavens, they have to bring it upon the earth and that kingdom will be located into the heart. When their heart is like a Kaaba washed and cleaned then what happens? The soul is circumambulating around that Kaaba. So it's based off of that Kaaba, based off of that reality. So then their whole life is to follow their heart while the whole world is following their body and darkening their heart. So we said, look at such a time that we live in, when you look now on social media you know that these people are not following their heart. They've actually marking themselves beyond recognition and you know and, and this is not something that the heart is inspiring but this is complete the egoism and desires of the body at the price of torturing the heart because the heart is then in, in distress from these types of actions, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaikum my teacher Walaykum As Salaam Sayyidi, if exorcism are still performed in Islam, if so can they be done from connection instead of in person? Yeah, they're always done. That's why these teachings and, and these practices are for people to make their connection, have their ta'weez. And through the madad is a protection to one, protect them so that Allah sends the energy, sends these pious souls to be all around us. When we said, Taqullah wa kunu ma sadaqeen, Allah is asking us, keep the company of these truthful servants. And Allah is describing, I'm with Nabiin, Siddiqeen, Shuhadahi wa Salihin, they're the best of company. So it means that all these practices are to bring these lights. One as a protection from anything nefarious trying to come and two from those that already have many difficulties upon them, Allah 
if he provides an opening is inspiring them, go and, and get a formula from them, go and recite, recite their du'as, put their ta'weez, recite uh, what their shaykhs have given to them should be an ease for that servant. And those whom they have generational difficulties then that's, that's more complicated, not as easy as just asking, send me a ta'weez and it'll be gone. That's something generational that has to be resolved. <clears throat> As Salaamu Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam Sayyidi, we have four of your books, The Healing Power, Level of the Heart, Timeless Realities and Yaseen. But every time, every time we start reading it, we fall asleep, I don't know why. Yeah, energy is heavy and the nafs just wants to make the person to pass out so that they don't enter into that ocean. And that's why you know just a, a couple pages every night or after you've had some tea or coffee, just a couple pages and, and read them, think about them and, and go to sleep. Don't have to set on reading too many things where you're not absorbing it. And you can start with the meditation book so that your foundation is meditation. That how to do the timeless reality, how to understand the, the meditation, have all the understandings of meditation questions. Then practicing a little bit of your connection so that you can build the bond. And then when you begin to study this reality then there's a protection and an energy that begins to dress the servant because the energy is very heavy, very real. As a result the nafs will knock out the person so that they don't absorb these understandings and these teachings inshaAllah. You try your best to, to fight that off and to practice it, meditate and to build the connection inshaAllah. Uh, As Salaamu Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa There's actually many questions tonight about anger. Can you speak a little bit more about anger? We there's like at least four or five different people saying they've, they've lost themselves and anger and how to purify themselves or… Yeah, I think the, the overwhelming circumstances that uh, people are, are, are very intolerant and they're not trying to have a perfected character and any, any type of comment or any type of discussion makes people to explode and to rage. Now it could be from all of the negative forces or the things that they have injected themselves with is offsetting their ability to fight an internal element within their being which is designed that way. So there's many different factors that are happening now and that's why the overwhelming tide are the practices that they have to be able to meditate, contemplate, keep their wudu and to understand how to have discussions in which we learn and to hear and, and not to be insulting and not to talk with an insulting way and, and to, to keep uh, respect so that Allah's rahmah dresses the person. But it is a point towards the end of this timeline when rage becomes commonplace and that's why we said uncharacteristic violence will begin to appear everywhere. So it's like again a visualization that they're throwing fire into the population 
And who is going to be set on fire is the one whom cannot control their rage and their anger. They immediately ignite, their inner core is angry and it just is sort of, it's magnetized with the outer rage and the two of them just set on fire. So the inner devil that's calling the outer devil. If people don't control their inner devil because that's the one you have to kill not the outer devil. So these people go like argue at the park and you shaitan, a shaitan, they're, they're dealing with the outside devil because they don't have taskiyah, they don't have a way of purification. Had they had a shaykh, the shaykh would have said, why are you going and arguing at the park? Sit down fight yourself, fight your inner devil and that's becomes the great jihad in the last days. That's why I watch Lord of the Rings, it's like you versus 700,000 devils. Inside you, that's just the inner battle because the ifrit are coming from every direction to make the person to explode, to be angry, to, to just not tolerate everything. And that's why this battle is like, I have to tie my foot, I know that as soon as I try to fight he's going to make me leave the tariqah. Because he sees that you put up a good fight and all this madad is uh, making problems for the shaitans. So his objective now would be what? If he was battle strategy, he was make him leave the tariqah so I can beat him up by himself. But when every time I come to fight him he brings this madad and we have a big problem. So his shaitan's natural inclination is take him off of his madad means then he becomes angry at the tariqah, angry at the teachings, angry at everything because the shaitan is directing that person. And that's why then the shaykhs also are countering it, give a lot of support. Because that ties you deep into the tariqah, once you've given a lot of support you're in it. You have what they call skin in the game, you have invested heavily in, in your path. He's have a much more difficult time to get you to quit when you said, I've put this much effort, this much time, this much support into it, I have nowhere to go. I'm going to wait until either the shaykh dies or I die but I'm not leaving. So that means you're tied into it. When you're not tied into anything the game becomes a little bit rough, what happens? Ah, heck with it, I'm gone. Then they think they're clever. But that would just shaitan get them into the room and then now he'll deal with them by himself. And they don't have a madad and they broke their madad. So this is the overwhelming tide of negativity. So this is the great battle and Dajjal is, uh, is appearing everywhere. His forces are everywhere and his teaching is everywhere, his inoculation of people has uh, begun all over the world. His system of monetary movement has entered in, the digital system, the crypto system is all the Dajjal system in which blockchain will be the one universal currency and they'll be based off of central banks and none of these other things. These are just all the playing stuff to get people excited. So his system is already moving, his financial system has moved into this realm. And uh, he's going to control everything and every movement will be under his, his understanding and his, his vision and his, his control. So that system already there, it's just a matter of people, are they going to put up a fight and defend themselves against every type of negativity and build themselves. If they don't build themselves then they wash away into the wind of darkness and the abyss of, of uh, nothingness.
Assalamu alaikum Sayyidi Wa alaikum salam Sayyidi, what is the reality of PTSD? Why is it that people from the same traumatic experiences come out with very different responses? Is there an element of shaitanic interference? Every type of stress can cause a disorder, right? This post-traumatic stress disorder. So post-traumatic, anything can be traumatic and the stress is made to either make or break a person. If the person is working with spiritual faith and spiritual healers, they'll tell them that everything came by permission of Allah to get you to who you are and where you are so that their faith becomes strong that whatever happened Allah willed it and good or bad you have to accept your destiny but it should be something that builds your strength, builds your faith because apparently you survived it if you're here to type about it. As a result you become stronger so there's an expression that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But at the same time many people have uh, an event that breaks them. It's in the rules of the 40 rules that a test will come that's so strong and so severe in people's lives that it causes them a trauma and as a result of that trauma they break, they run, they fall apart, become something else. They become a different religion, a completely different personality, a different characteristic because of the stress of what they incurred and they, they go into a different survival mode and trying to, to cope in whatever way they can cope. So that's just the natural order of this life but to adhere to a guide and Allah send you for guidance, He's trying to put within your heart and strengthen your faith that whatever happened was written. How can you take the benefit and the goodness of life's events as a teaching so that you can help yourself and then begin to help other people. So they'll take an event, make the person to adhere to their faith and understanding and say, there must be a good in that life experience that Allah wanted you to experience, to become strong, as a result lift yourself and as a result lift other people from that. And the fact that you survived your survivor is a, is, a, is a great gift, you survived it. You're here to talk about it and live through it, now you can help other people through it. So yes, just the, 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 the ability for somebody to try to rise up and to rise to the occasion inshaAllah. If you overcome in your mind, this is the talks then on manifestation. If you allow your mind to overtake what happened to you and you begin to, why did this happen, woe is me that it happened, then shaitan is manifesting negativity and as a result that negativity will be the anchor that pulls you down. So that's, that's the, the power that shaitan understands of your manifestation. If the shaykh can make the events to be based on faith and good and you think goodness through it then that goodness will pull you up to uplift you to go back one day to help people. 
Shaitan's role is to pull you down that, look this happened to you, this bad, woe is you, this is horrible, this always happens, this world is, is gloomy, doomy and that negativity will push the servant down until they become overwhelmed by that negativity and that's all that shaitan wanted. As salaamu alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum as salaam We are reading the Lataif al-Qal book. Uh, we have taken notes on each Lataif. It is very deep to understand. Could you please explain a little bit about the first level of the heart? The first level, the Qal? Yeah, that, uh, that's in its a whole discussion on itself. So this, the, this is probably not the, the best place to, to talk about that. There's videos on the levels of the heart, the YouTube videos and that to focus on the lataif, to focus on the, the muraqabah so that the shaykh is sending the light into your heart. Then you read the section on the qal, meditate on it, connect your heart with it and try to understand that, oh this is the, the, the color is yellow so I'm in an ocean of yellow, dress me from this. Then what was the angel of that? Oh Sayyidina Jibra'il and that's why it's the, the qalb is, is knowledge because Sayyidina Jibra'il's light comes with the yellow light to dispense knowledge into the heart. It was uh, Sayyidina Usman salam, Jamil Qur'an al-Majeed and these knowledges. So each lataif has a reality. So when you study that and, and read each of the, the realities and then meditate upon that, focus on it, meditate that that light is coming into your heart, then you become knowledgeable of those realities, you become aware of those lataifs and only through the muraqabah the shaykhs can begin to send a reflection of that light into the heart inshaAllah. As Sayyidi <laughs> Sayyidi, when reciting madad, is it madad ya Sayyidi, madad Mawlana or the madad we recite during the beginning of zikr? Yeah, the, the madad at the beginning of the zikr is good, the madad of the shaykhs. So we have, uh, I don't know, I think if you help me at nurmuhammad.com and then ask for what is the madad, then there's an article I think that they have all written down and then we send you the article on the madad and how to recite the names of the shaykhs asking for their madad and their support. Then there's the quick madad that you can recite from the book and then there's a shorter madad if you're just asking madad ya Sayyidi and connecting your heart with the shaykh, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi if we're doing all we can but don't feel our faith is increasing, what can we do to get past this? Uh, keep meditating, keep making lots of salawats and uh, your faith has to get uh, and move towards that reality. So whatever you think you're doing then is probably not enough. Make the salawats, make your donations, put your practices, make your connection and do all that you can do. And then the love of Prophet has to be growing within the heart because the, the person's heart is not dead, it's alive. So it's a matter of how much you're going to nourish the heart like a little flower. You have to keep watering it, watering it, nourishing it and don't let anything to destroy that flower because it's not a tree yet, right? 
So you wouldn't take the little flower and put it in the middle of the porch on a windstorm because then everything blows that, that little uh, flower away. So the ishq and the love of the heart is like a flower. Are you exposing it to bad television, bad noises, bad discussions, fighting, yelling, screaming? Then yes, your prayers, your charity and your work is probably not powerful enough to extinguish those things. But if we build and do the good deeds and refrain from the bad deeds like bad music, bad TV, bad shows, bad images that are meant to, to kill the heart, that's all of Dajjal's system. That's why he shows his one eye, his whole system is meant to pull the light from people and fill them with negativity and hayat dunya that they, they all of a sudden become overwhelmed with the life of the physical world and they forgot their spiritual world. When Dajjal is entering into the heart, the person becomes very worldly and only their only wish and worry is about the world and, and how they're going to conquer the world and how they're going to, to do all of these things. So that's the balance, when they lose their balance. But when they do their practices, do their salawats, give their support, watch the, the zikrs, connect their heart, then that should be opening these realities and at the same time stopping and subduing the bad things that are darkening the heart inshaAllah. Subhana rabbika rabbal izzatam wa yasifoon, as-salaamu ala al-mursaleen, walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha.